the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. If you have questions about how to invest your money for retirement, you're probably not alone. A lot of Americans are clueless. Going to be doing two events tied towards retirement. One on creating wealth and one on managing wealth. The Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar coming up in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. It's absolutely free for radio listeners. Go to robblackshow.com or newfocusfinancial.com. Newfocusfinancial.com is actually better because there's a lot of good free downloadables there, um, including the 10 pillars of retirement income, of which I'm still stunned that people are able to retire in the United States in any way, shape, and or form. Um because people don't start early enough, and that's part of the you know the, the focus. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, how are you? I am doing well. You're right. People don't start early enough. I was over last weekend. Um, you know, I did a lot of wake surfing, a lot of friends in that area, and somebody was talking about buying a new boat, and we got into finances, and they have a, a, a new forerunner to. You know, buy to tow this boat that they're about to buy, and we started talking about the 401k. She's like, "Yeah, I got to start doing that." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, hold on. You're about to buy a boat, and you just bought a car, and you're not even adding to your 401k." You can bet that that conversation went on for a little while. So, no boat will be purchased <laughs> now, at least. I mean, I don't understand this, this situation of entitlement that people have. You know, they want everything right now that their parents had when they were 50. And it's going to wait, 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 wait. To be fair, you were on a boat, so there's kind of an entitlement thing going on, right? Yeah, I know. I know you deserve it. (laughs) It was the best kind of boat because it was somebody else's boat. Gotcha. Always the best kind of boat to be on. I totally agree. And uh, my friend Tony, um, he volunteers to be part of a crew of uh, sailboat racing, and thus he gets on sailboats. And uh, that gets me on sailboats, so I have a friend of a friend, so to speak, getting on boats. Anyway, um, back to you. So, should we refocus? Yes, yes let's do Okay, it. so 
you're going to be speaking at the big event, the Retirement Income Strategies and um, Estate Planning Seminar. It's going to be on the May 20th. It's a Saturday event, which we don't do a lot of Saturday events anymore. We used to do it only exclusive Saturday and Sunday, and then we added Thursdays and kind of like Thursdays. But this is a Saturday event from 9 to 11. Um, transition your portfolio from the accumulation phase to the income, good and bad retirement products, um, things along those lines. It's going to be a good event, and people can get in from who are listening to radio right now just by using the code RADIO25 when they sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Speaking, though, more of you, um, these events, we talk about minimizing taxes. Taxes to me, and it took Phil Mickelson to say this. He's like, I pay like 65% of my income in taxes. And I'm like, what? Huh? What? Really? And then you start adding it up. 10% income tax, 25 35% uh, federal tax. Uh, you get the state taxes, you get the sales taxes, you get the social security taxes, you get the independent contractor taxes. It's kind of crazy. Let's talk about minimizing um, taxes in retirement, Chad. Yeah, and a couple of the, uh, they're not necessarily exactly called taxes, but some of the things that tax income that people don't think about. Um, The first two are social security, and one of them is a social security reduction issue. And these are for people that take Social Security before their full retirement age, but they're still earning money. And it's typically the people like, hey, I'm, I, I'm now, I want the money now. Um, I, I don't think the government's going to pay me later, so I'm 62, I'm eligible, I'm going to start taking the income. And they take the income and they realize that in 2017, if you make over $16,920 and you're taking Social Security before your full retirement age, which is typically going to be 66, 67, they're going to deduct $1 of your benefit payment for every $2 you earn above that $16,920 limit. They're just going to take it away from you. And um, so that's a big mistake that people make that turn into a tax as they retire. Maybe it's it's semi-retirement, but they're still earning money from employment, not from real estate, income or any other passive income, but active, you know, working for somebody yourself or somebody else. Um, So it's a social reduction. And then there's a social security taxation. And this is a true, um, you know, this is this, these numbers really tell you that our tax code has issues, but people need to know that if they're single and um, they start taking social security in retirement and they've planned that that income is tax free, it's, it's not. Um, if you're single and you make between 25000 and 34000 50% of your benefits is taxable. And the thing that people have to realize is that the formula is based on your modified adjusted gross income. So it takes your, your income that you're earning plus any other tax-free income from bonds that you might have <laughs> plus, plus one half of your Social Security. And if that number is between 25 and 34, 50% of it's taxable. If it's over 34, 85% of your, it's taxable. And then if you're married filing jointly, it's the range is 32 to 44, where it's 50% taxable. And then anything over 44,000, 85% of your Social Security is taxable. So look, I mean, if you're going to be able to afford to retire in the Bay Area, you, you need to assume that 85% of your Social Security is taxed. That, that has to go into your calculations. And a lot of online calculators aren't going to tell you that. Um, it's really, you know, specific cash flow modeling. Um, and then I would say another big one, Rob, is that um, your Medicare B for most people, you they assume maybe it's 105 bucks a month. You're retiring now, maybe it's 134 a month. 
But if you sell stuff, let's say you're selling a lot of stock options right before you retire or in the first year of retirement or diversifying your portfolio out of Apple because that's where you worked for the last 15 years, um, you could end up paying up to $428 a month for your Medicare Part B, premium, Part B premiums versus your neighbor that has lower income at 134 So there's a lot of sneaker taxes that come in there. And then the one that I call kind of the remodel tax and the helping out the family tax that happens later in life as well. So taxes are pretty big, right? Like we kind of have to just digest that and get comfortable with that in retirement. Now, let's talk about remodeling and family taxes. What do we need to know? Yeah, and and this is the one where... The, re- the remodel tax is what happens when people spend down their assets wrong. So when you're working and you're making your high levels of earned income, you're always, each year you're saying, how can I you know, spend the least amount on taxes every year this year? Once you retire, you have to make sure you're looking at how can I blend it out so I'm paying the least amount of taxes throughout my lifetime. I, you have to look much farther forward. And one of those issues is after 70 and a half when you have your required minimum distributions kicking in on your IRAs and maybe you've spent a bunch of your cash that doesn't have any tax consequences at all, but you're 70 years old and you have to do a big remodel. And then a lot of times it might be forced, like you know, you know, breaking pipes or roofs or something like that. And all you have left is your IRA and your remodel cost is $50,000, but you have to realize you gotta take out 100,000 out of your IRA in order to pay the taxes to have enough money to pay the contractor. Um, or your kids want, or your grandkids want to buy a home. And uh, so you need to calculate the taxes that can occur on that. So people just need long-term cash flow projections. They have to be very careful so these t- taxes don't uh, fail their retirement. Sounds good. It's Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. You can sign up for any event that we have coming up, including the one in Palo Alto on May 20th. There's retirement income strategies and estate planning if you have wealth. If you're looking to create wealth, there's investing for your first million. You can sign up for either or event at newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free if you're a radio listener. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Watching Google and Amazon battle towards $1,000 shares. Um, Does it really matter? No. Sadly, I work with people in financial news that no, I actually work with people in news, to be correct. That'll be like, uh, when will Google split their shares because I want to buy some? And I'm like, don't worry about the split. Just buy it if you want to buy it. 
You don't have to worry because one share at a thousand is like two shares at five hundred. It's the same thing. Nothing's changed. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Let's bring in Tony Mendez. Let's talk a little real estate rapport with Tony Mendez. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Tony, I've recently been talking to you a little bit about 15-year mortgages because rates are so incredibly low. I tend to favor the 30-year mortgage, but I'm able to say, let's take a look at some other ideas. Let's play around um, let's run the numbers to see if this makes sense. Because I like 15 years for like rental properties, especially if you start cash flowing. Um, it's it's pretty sweet. Someone else is paying off your mortgage and you're making a little bit more money. And it's a little bit higher payment than a 30-year, but it's also you save the money on the interest, which is okay. It's not bad, but um, I tend to like the 30-year, the house that I live in, I want to do the 30-year. Uh, but rentals are more like the 15. You gave me a website. You were like, okay, you can go to this website and shop for 15-year large mortgages. And I went to the website, and you said, it'll update every day. I couldn't figure out what the hell I was looking at. You need to talk. This is a radio show. <laughs> um, yeah, the 15-year mortgage is definitely a, a money saver for, for a lot of people that can afford it. Uh, the payment goes up about like 35%, okay. uh, 30 to 35%. Uh, for example, a $500,000 mortgage, um, you could save... If there's a one percent interest rate difference between a thirty-year fi- uh, the thirty-year fixed and the fifteen-year fixed, you can save about two hundred and thirty-eight thousand dollars over the life of the loan. Now you lose the ability to earn, but income. you also lose the ability to earn uh, income or the, the money with a lost opportunity on that money that you've been putting into it. A lot of people, though, recently, Rob, uh, have been looking at the thirty-year fixed. If you remember, it wasn't that long ago that the 15-year was over 4%, then it went to 35 and down to 3%. Now it's at 2.89 or something like that, which is fantastic. Uh, what I wanted to get at. But, but yeah, the 30-year fixed, now people are looking at it and saying, you know what, I can do a 35 to 3.75% interest rate and then just do a self-amortizing to a 15-year, and then the months that I don't have the money, I can just go back to the 30-year fixed. So there are options keeping a 30-year fixed uh, on the months that you or, or years that you may not have the money to pay it. Let's just say hypothetically the difference between a 30-year payment and a 15-year payment, the 15-year is $200 more. I recommend people, if you do the 30, put $200 aside um, and start building up a nest egg that way. And then when push comes to shove, if you want to pay it off, you can pay it off. And if you want to say, this is my retirement account now, it suddenly becomes your magical retirement account. Right. Um, always. Yeah, maybe at the end of the year, each year you use that as your your $5,500 contribution to an IRA, for yep. example. Um, You've done little tricks like that. You've got a rental property where I do. the income yeah. checks that come to you, you save. I, I, you don't I, you put towards the mortgage. I net about $5,000 a, a year, $10,000 a year, sorry, and I put $5,000 in uh, for my wife and I. So there are strategies like that, even even going as far as saying, why do you, why would you get a 30-year fixed instead of a five-year arm? A five-year arm, the interest rate can be about a percentage point lower, which can save you two to $300 a month or three to $4,000 a year, which you can save. Put that in aside, and then if you do have to refinance, if you know the arm portion of that that type of loan starts going up and the rate starts going up, your payment goes up, you can just refinance it. And if the rates are up and in the refi, you just use that pocket of money to pay some points down and get the rate back down. So there are some uh, – some more flexibilities and, and opportunities to uh, save some money and then also hedge against anything that goes bad down in, down the road. So, uh, But there's an immense amount of interest that you can save by going to a 15-year 
and highly recommend it if you can afford it and, and, and you can still fund your retirement. Wrapping this up, you sent me a website link and I started this conversation yeah. by saying I couldn't figure out a damn thing about it. <laughs> um, you smirk and you laugh and it's like, that's the difference between me and you. Like I get the big picture and I can do like, I can paint a nice picture, but I, I don't do the little micro dots and you have to do micro dots when you're in your industry versus mine. We do. Um, and, and one thing about a 15-year and, and, and websites and the way that, that uh, lenders and banks are marketing, is you have to be really careful because uh, they, are, they are misleading. Uh, a lot of companies will put in the fine print that that, that two-point whatever interest rate is not a 30-year. It is a 15-year, and they, and they get you in. They start the, the transaction, and you find out later that it's a 15-year. A, a and, and that's why I like the, the, the face-to-face yeah. Uh, interviews and, and transactions because it, especially being local, there's a lot of places in San Diego and LA that are soliciting up here in the Bay Area. Um, heavy marketing. There's a place in, in Portland that's advertising in San Francisco. We've all known about that one big bank, uh, that's putting those billboards on the, on the bus stops. Okay. Um, so you have to be really careful about the kind of marketing that's attracting you to either a website or uh, making a phone call, especially when it comes to changing, uh, making a big life change of going from a 30-year to a 15-year. You just got to make sure you run the numbers. And I think that's all I was trying to do, Rob, when I sent you this website, is just to give you a little bit more ammo to uh, to look at and make some, help you make a decision. But ultimately, you, you were sent a flyer that gave you a that showed a pretty decent rate but yeah. the APR was higher. A lot of people don't know what the APR is. When you see an interest rate and an APR which is the standard way of of advertising and that APR is much higher, that means you're paying a lot of points and that loan is very costly. And if you can find somebody with a lower APR with the same rate, that makes more sense. That's the true reason why the APR was even originated to begin with. A lot of advertising that comes to your house in mail, not a very good deal. But it looks like a good deal, not a very good deal. Anyway, that's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. We probably just learned a little bit more about the iPhone 8, as one of the notorious leakers has shown us images yet again. Um, It's probably going to be called the iPhone X for a while, until people figure out what to call it. But the sign is that people are eagerly anticipating this basically revolution because if you're going to change the phone you can do it incrementally 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 you don't you know evolve you evolve it versus revolutionize it um there is a worst case scenario that's starting to play out though for the iphone 8 and that it'll be a little bit on the delayed side so that'll frustrate people maybe even frustrate investors i don't know I own shares of Apple. I'm not all that stressed. Um, supposedly, it's going to be selling a couple different iPhones this year. One that's incremental, evolving. One that is revolutionary. More cameras, uh, use of augmented reality built in. We'll talk about that and more on the show. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Don't forget, you can always sign up for events at Rob Black's show. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free.
Black Now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money invested in more. Living in my head, there's a boat, boat, boat. Living in my bed, I'm young and wild. <clears throat> Little Strumbellas. Their music is referred to as funeral pop. Ooh. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Great article today in the New York Times about home inequality. And I highly recommend people read it. I think the New York Times does a very nice job, as does the Wall Street Journal, as does Barron's, as does a couple other sites that I could probably talk about. Um, briefing, for instance, for sure, as far as giving you good information. I think the New York Times does a pretty good job. Not great. Keep in mind that a lot of the writers in their business section are 25 years old. Um, because 25-year-olds are more than willing to work for, you know, shekels. Can I, can I admit something? I don't even know what a shekel is. But I kind of imagine you don't know either, and therefore we're all in the same boat and saying they're working for shekels. Um, a great article about home inequality and those that have, have, and those that don't want. The owner-renter divide is as salient of an argument as any in this nation at this point in time, in my opinion. The owner-renter divide is at a historical state, in my opinion. Our nation was once a nation of homeowners. The New Deal fashioned it so. There was things like the GI Bill of Rights, assuming 15% of the federal budget in 1948. It remains unmatched by any single social policy in the scope and depth of its provisions. So the GI Bill gave what were known as veterans' mortgages, Padded with modest interest rates and down payments, waived for loans up to 30 years. Soldiers who came back from war lined up and bought new homes by the millions. In the years immediately following World War II, veterans' mortgages accounted for over 40% of all home loans. Now, not a lot of people think of the New Deal and Congress and war as the home push, but I think it was. Now, the consequences of 1934 to 1968, the policies of redlining made home ownership virtually impossible in a lot of communities. So, a lot of communities like, quote-unquote, black communities in the United States. So, that legacy has been passed down. The majority of first-time home buyers get down payment help from their parents, a lot of these parents pitch in by refinancing their own homes. So, home ownership's not what it used to be. 
and I think it's becoming more of an inequality issue. You either have or you don't have. Um, and I do think there's some color issues involved in it. So the home mortgage interest deduction is a particularly poor instrument for encouraged home ownership since it's targeted at the wealthy who are almost always homeowners already. How do we get middle income, lower income people into homes? Um, I don't know when I say let's get rid of the mortgage interest deduction. People are pretty pissed. Right? So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and or more. Let's bring on CFP Chad Burton to talk a little bit about financial planning because we're kind of tying this all together. And don't forget, we have an event coming up in Palo Alto on May 20th. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. But if you want to sign up for the event, either at but they're both at Elks Lodge, 9-11, if you have wealth, 1-3 to if you want to create wealth, don't sign up for both. That's stupid because you're one or the other. Um, you could use the code RADIO25 to sign up. RADIO25 to sign up. CFP Chad Burton, how are you? Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, question for you. We talk about setting priorities to get to where you want to in your life, you know, enough money for retirement, enough money for a house, enough money for your kid's college, enough money for an emergency fund. But that's only step one. Step two has to be having a budget. A budget's not fun. A budget's not sexy. You know, most people live paycheck to paycheck, and they kind of hope that they have enough money in the last two, three, four days of the month and that they're not bouncing checks. Let's talk budgets. Well, yeah, and, and let's talk the fact that, you know, people come in and everything runs off your budget. I mean, even yeah. your asset allocation, especially in retirement, um, your whole asset allocation, how much you have in cash, stocks, bonds, real estate, it, it's all driven on how much you're going to spend at a gross level in retirement from your income needs to pay to keep the lights on, the entertainment, the taxes, the health care costs. It, it's all run based on the budget. And a lot of people come in for a financial plan. Right, without having done the work on their own, how much do you spend on a monthly basis? And you, and you hear this on radio all the time. People are they call in and they were asked they're asked that question. They him and hum. They don't really know. So when you have a budget, it's kind of humiliating because again, you start factoring in just strange concepts. Phil Mickelson, he was got famous for basically saying California was too expensive for him. That his taxes, his thirty nine percent income tax, thirteen percent state income tax. So that's 52% right there. His 6% payroll tax. Oh my. He's like, when he's all said and done, he's like, I'm paying 62 to 63% of my income to taxes. And then you get people like me who say, you got to save 15% of your salary. So he's right there at 77% of his income goes out the door before he has anything to spend on coffee, cars, houses, his wife. <laughs> What's well, his marginal bracket? So first of all, if he's really at that rate, he needs to get a new advisor and a new CPA. <laughs> so, but it is it, it is it is hard because there's so many things you can do, especially when you're self-employed like yeah. like that guy is, um, to to shelter that. Um, you know who Phil You know who Phil Yeah, the golfer. Okay, right. lefty. Yeah, and he quickly apologized after he said all that. Um, Look, the, the the thing is, is that you've got you can't do any financial planning until you get a handle on your spending, until you you really sit there and itemize what you do. And if you're wealthy, you don't tend to say I'm only going to spend X number of dollars per month on eating out. You tend to just track it so that you know on a quarterly basis are you above or below 
where you projected yourself to be on an annual basis. And, and that's part of your annual financial review, if not biannual review, is to say, what did I spend over the last 6 to 12 months versus what I projected myself to spend? Right. And there's so many tools out there. Um, our clients get a wealth management site that tracks all their investments, does all their projections. It also can track their spending, much like Mint.com um, can do. LearnVest is another, LearnVest.com is another uh place that has a tool like that that's had some good reviews. It's the first step. Before you hire a financial advisor, you really need to get a handle on your expenses because it might be your own eye-opener to say, oh, I spend too much money in this area, and I could be saving that for retirement. Yeah, I spend too much money on restaurants, that's for sure. Yeah. And until you actually have software like Mint or you know, any sort of budgeting software, you can't really be honest with yourself. And again, I like the visual. When you see it and you're like, whoa, I spent $18,000 last year on restaurants, you're like, that's a lot of money. I could have eaten at home and saved a ton. Well, and it, it will also, based on your zip code and your region, it'll tell you how much other families are spending in those same categories. So you can get an idea. Are you way overboard? Or are you in line with what the average person is doing? Anything else that we need to know about budgeting? Um, when it's longer term budgeting and forecasting, again, it's being realistic about how you want life to be okay. and, and figuring those items in so you can make those decisions, as we talked about many times before, is it sometimes just working a couple of more years can allow you to achieve so many more of your goals at a more safe level in terms of how much money you have to live till age 100 versus retiring at a specific age. So if you're 50 years old and you're projecting outward, say, I still want to have this RV. I want to have this vacation home. I want to be able to remodel my house. Setting those into your longer-term budget and cash flow will help you be realistic about your retirement date. Um, and too many people are retiring early, or they retire, and then they come in for a plan after that, and it's a very painful conversation. And I've seen people literally in tears to, to, and tell them, you, you retired too soon. You should have seen me before you turned in your notice. It's pretty common. Yeah. Because there's kind of an arrogance of it. There's kind of a, I'm all powerful, and then you realize you're really not all that powerful, and it really wasn't that much money, and it's tough to get rehired later in life. Especially in, yeah, there's a lot of age discrimination. Do you ever do anything tricky with your budget? Like, um, for instance, a lot of uh, businesses have toilet paper in the staff bathrooms. Do you ever, like, say, I'll save some money on my groceries and my toilet paper buying by just stopping off at work and grabbing some? <laughs> Those are tough times. I've been so I, haven't, I haven't done that. I do. I will take a ream of paper home for my home printer, but other than that. I remember in college, I don't think I ever paid for uh, toilet paper. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I'm sticking to that story. And Lysol? You know how workplaces always have cans of Lysol laying around? Yeah. Anyhow, I'm Rob Black. That's CFP <laughs> Chad Burton. He's a certified financial planner. He manages people with wealth. You can find out more about him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Rob Black. Whether you're 20 years old or 60, managing your money can get complicated. So set aside Saturday, May 20th and get ready to learn some strategies that can help you build wealth, invest confidently, retire better, and pass on your estate while minimizing taxes. That's May 20th at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. We have two seminars lined up. 
The morning event runs from 9 to 11 with a focus on retirement income and estate planning. If you're nearing retirement, this one's for you. We'll explain how to transition your portfolio from the accumulation phase to the income phase, which accounts to draw from first, how to protect your estate from long-term care costs, and much, much more. Our afternoon seminar is all about investing for your first million. From 1 to 3, we'll cover the building blocks of a successful portfolio, from investing basics to 401ks, Roth IRAs, real estate, taxes, and investing tips. Two separate seminars, May 20th at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Sign up for either event at robblackshow.com, only $25. For KDO Day listeners, I waive the fee. Just use promo code RADIO25. That's robblackshow.com, promo code RADIO25. Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Hello, hello. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, Apple wants to get in bed with you. That's right. It's sexy time. Play that all sexy right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Apple wants to get in bed with you. The iPhone maker acquired Bedit. I know you're saying Bedit. Is that a startup that makes a sleep sensor? Yes. Bedit notified customers of the acquisition, I think on Monday, alerting them that their data will now be collected in accordance with Apple's privacy policy. <clears throat> Um, why does Apple want to get into bed with us? Very good question. Bet its sensors looks like a thin rectangular pad that users place between their sheets. Working with a corresponding watch or iPhone app, it tracks your heart rate, your awake time, your snoring. Based on all that data, robot, robot says that we can wake users up at an optimal time using a smart alarm. Danger, Will Robinson, danger. There's also rumors out there that Apple's going to focus more on health by recently building a glucose monitor into their watch. Will they or won't they? <clears throat> Tim Cook says his Apple Watch helped him lose 30 pounds in a year. Okay, cute. I get it. We've learned that iPhone 8 probably going to be a little bit late. A reliable source within Apple's supply chain says there's increasing potential for a worst-case scenario that could see the availability of the next flagship phone delayed by months. So, will they or won't they? And will they show it to us? And will that be enough? I'll show you mine if you show me yours. (laughs) That's not sexy. Um... There's a nightmare scenario turning from love to nightmares for Ford CEO, a guy named Mark Fields. He's under pressure right now. Um, will he stay or will he not? And when you look at Tesla, you're like, what the one auto company is doing well. 
and they have huge losses, so why can't Ford have huge losses and such? The Jolt Report. I know you're saying the Jolt Report. Ooh, very sexy. I can do a little bit of business time. The Jolt Report. The monthly jobs openings. Mm-hmm. Which is a gauge of the U.S. economy. Um, it's closely watched by Fed Chairman Janet Yellen, who looks like the Pillsbury Dough Lady. Um, and I'm strangely, strangely attracted to Janet Yellen. So the jobs report comes out. Job openings hit 5.7 million for the month. Um, job openings fell in mining and logging. So not a good news if you're a, if you if you're raising a miner or a logger, of which. What mom wouldn't be proud of their kid for being a minor? Favorite, favorite scene. Favorite scene in Zoolander was uh, when the one of the world's top fashion models decides that he's going to go back to work with his dad in the coal mines. And like, they do a video montage that lasts maybe 20 seconds. And in this montage, at the end of it, Derek Zoolander goes, eh, Dad, I think I got the black lung. Don't know why that's funny, but to me it's funny. Unless you have black lung, then you're probably going to write a letter to the station and try to get me fired. That's fine. I hate you, and that's good. So the biggest corporate crisis this year, possibly this decade. I think I'm getting the black lung, Bob. <laughs> that still makes me smile. Um, the biggest corporate crisis this year. Uh, United Airlines, right? A video of a pastor being forcibly removed went viral. And he settled for, I hope, millions. Um, when I saw him dragged off, I was like, drag me, drag me, take me. Um, no, knock a tooth out of my head. Please, no, no, no. I, 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 I would be good with that as long as I get to settle for millions. <clears throat> Increasingly, I'm finding myself wanting to settle for millions for whatever reason. The Disney company reported better than expected quarterly earnings on Tuesday. Theme parks profits climbed 20%. Movie income soared 21%. One of their big problems is not the Star Wars franchise. It's not the Pixar, the Marvel franchises. It's ESPN. Da-da-da-da-da. Oh, for the odd record, Chris Berman, the guy who goes... He's going to rumble, 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 rumble. Um, his wife died yesterday. Car crash. Um, showing you again that life is very fragile, and that's why you have insurance. I'm sure she wasn't the breadwinner. I'm not sure of that. I'm assuming she wasn't the breadwinner, but she just died in a car crash. Um, I don't know Chris Berman. I don't really like Chris Berman, but his wife died in a car crash. I, I, I saw that headline. I was like, whoa, that's kind of radio fodder in the sense that how random is stuff, right? In my opinion. Mortgage applications rose 2%. As more buyers are hitting the spring market, it's still 14% lower than we were last year. People aren't moving. The iPhone 7 was by far the world's best-selling smartphone in the first quarter. Yay! Keep in mind, the Samsung phone kind of blew up and killed people. Well, it didn't kill people. It kind of blew up. So Apple kind of got away with whistling by the graveyard, so to speak. Tesla's going to begin selling solar roof tiles. Woohoo! How exciting is that? Companies can begin accepting orders today. 
for roof tiles that Elon Musk has pledged will be more durable than a typical roof and cheaper when electricity savings are included. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. We'll take a break here. You can call me 800-516-1220 anytime. Or if you want to get into an event for free, uh, I have the Rob Black Show listed. Uh, one's always coming up. Check out uh, free code radio25. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.